Welcome to the Branches podcast. Branches is a community of faith, hope and love in the South Orange County. We are a church for people who don't go to church. If you'd like to learn more about our faith or our community, visit our website at branchesoc.com. Okay, so let's get started here. It is uh, Father's Day. Father's Day gets uh, a lot less attention than Mother's Day. So the women, the women seem to get a lot of attention on Mother's Day, and dads kind of get, well, we'll talk about that in a second. But that's really where we're heading this morning. We're not going to even talk about dads, we're going to talk about men. So bear with me, I'll take you there. But I am, I am amazed at the echo in here with, with it not being full. It's really kind of freaking me out with all the guys here. I didn't realize how much sound men absorbed. Um, so usually, um, at least this is, I didn't grow up going to church, but in my head, at least from the times when I visited churches or been at church, when you have church and it's Father's Day or Mother's Day or Memorial Day or, or whatever kind of day, Columbus Day, whatever day it is, it feels like, I think churches feel like they have to throw something out there. Like they have to do something for moms or for dads, or for Memorial Day, and they base everything around that. And I just never do that. Um, not because I want to be a rebel, although that is part of who I am, but because I just think, like, look, when we're here together and we're worshiping, I really want whatever the Lord wants to be shared to be shared. And I don't want us to do what people want, but to do what we feel like God is calling us to. And so, like, on Father's Day, there's usually a Father's Day message, and Mother's Day, there's usually a Mother's Day message. But if you're here at Branches, we hardly ever do that. Um, not because we are trying to go against that as much as we just want to hear what the Lord wants to say and we want to go in that direction at that time at that place. However, this morning I had something else planned and yet it seems appropriate for us to talk about um, this community of faith as followers of Christ and becoming a man. And I feel that's appropriate. I feel like that's, that's needed. So that's the direction we're going in. Um, like I said, mothers, they have their Mother's Day, and when it's Mother's Day, we're like, oh, they've got flowers, and guys are taking them out to eat, and if they, I'm assuming this is what happens in churches on that morning, uh, if they gear it all around that, like the Mother's Day message, mothers, you're a blessing, we would be dead if it weren't for you, and you're everything, and we're nothing, and oh, and then it's Father's Day, and this is my assumption of what would happen, like, Man, what is your problem? You need to step it up. Come on, what is the deal with you? Because men always just get beat up. And I've actually heard, I was, I was doing some research on this and some other fathers were saying this. Like, yeah, I, I kind of skipped Father's Day because I know that's when I'm going to get hammered. Like, you need to be more because you're not what you need to be. And that's, that's not where we're going this morning. That's not where we're going for a lot of different reasons. Because I, I think that we need to kind of change that approach. Because men, more than anything, they need to receive that honor. They need to be encouraged. Why? Because they need it more. Not because they deserve it more, but because we need it more. Because that's how men operate. Okay? Like, if one of the little boys were still in here passing out Slim Jims, I would bring them up here right now and go, Whoa, dude, you look good today. And they'd be like, Oh, whatever. Hey, I saw you all playing baseball. You're amazing. They would, like, they feed on it like oxygen women oh you look pretty no i don't no i don't guys are like 
tell me more, tell me more, tell me more, because we feed off of that. That's our fuel. And so then with our men, we think they're tough enough that we can just like tear them down. They're just going to come right back up, and they don't. In fact, when Mother's Day was um, created, because it was created, by the way, um, there was no Father's Day. They let that go for a while, and this one lady's, but, but my dad, her dad was um, a single dad because her mom had passed away, and he'd raised all these children. She's like, we need to have a Father's Day. And everyone's like, what? So she had it like at a department store or something, and they did something, but then nobody else wanted to do it. It wasn't until 1972 that Father's Day became official. They put it off that long. Ah, the guys don't need it. We'll just keep putting it off. We don't need to have it. We just keep pushing it off. But here's the thing. is men, there, there, is, there is an honor to being a father. There is an honor to being a man. And we know it. Like, we know it deep inside. Like, it's, it's part of the reason why men are so hard on themselves. Because they feel like they don't live up to the standard of what internally they know we are called to be. And so we walk around feeling guilty or like we've fallen short. And we have this tendency to always beat up our dads for what they haven't done. Right? I'm not telling you guys anything you don't already know, right? Like, I'll hear this often, oh, that person has daddy issues, which means their daddy didn't do what they wanted them to do. Now, I'm not saying that men haven't hurt their children. I'm not saying that men haven't emotionally scarred them or even physically abused them. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that I think we need to step back and be more balanced in our approach with our fathers. I think we're a little too hard on them. And I am the pot calling the kettle black standing up here in front of you because you heard me bring it up from up here. So this has been a very convicting time for me to look in God's word and to see and be reminded of the honor of that office. You know what I mean by like an office like it's, like whenever I hear somebody beating up a president, whichever term it is, whichever guy it is, something just doesn't feel right. George W. Bush, he's evil. Bill Clinton, horrible. Barack. It's like, and when you hear that, it's just like, that's our president. Like this is like, this is the one, do you think they like this? When some, I mean, sure, they wanted to be president. It looks really good on your resume. But on top of that, it's like, it is an extremely difficult job. It is a very lonely job, and you know you're going to get hammered. And I have no calling to be a politician, but I've met many of them, and they have hearts that they really want to serve for the most part. And yet we just hammer them and hammer them. And when you hammer that office, it's like something doesn't feel right. And um, a couple weeks ago, I was sitting with someone, and they were hammering their dad. And I'm thinking, is that what I sound like? Because that doesn't sound right. That some, even though maybe it's even all true, that person's not evil. They may have, maybe there was something that child wanted, it was an adult now that wanted something, they didn't get it, but it's like, it just didn't feel right. And then I thought back of all the moments that I have just absolutely hammered the office of fatherhood, of manhood, by tearing down my dad. Of all the things that he hasn't done. Here's some quotes. There's a guy named Ken Canfield who I really like and what he has to say about fatherhood. Um, Mark Antony from back in the day. Et tu brute? This is what he said. We have not come to bury our fathers under the dirt of our accusations. We've come to praise them for what we have discovered in them and for what they have given us. 
You know, what if today, not just with your father, but with another man, even though you know they're not perfect, what if you set aside and said something to them that they did right? I confess to you, I don't know when the last time was I've ever said that to my dad. When I've ever said, you know what, dad, I really appreciate the money that you helped me with to get to college. Dad, you know that money that you, that you loaned me to get that house? Like, that was, that was huge. You know, I mean, and I could hammer all, well, you know, you gave me interest or you gave me this or whatever. But, like, really? Do I need to hammer the office? No. Like, what if I just honored him? Why is it so hard for us to really honor our dads without the but connected with it? This is what C.S. Lewis said, and he kind of took it to a whole other level. He said, fatherhood must be at the core of the universe. Sounds a little crazy, but when you think about it with our father in heaven and the model that he set, there's something to that, isn't there? And then um, Gordon Daly said this. He said, we had better teach our sons mercy because a man who curses his father curses his own manhood. Like we know that there is something special and honored about being a man. Now notice I keep talking about man and not just father because anybody can have kids. But it's something special to take the role of a father, which is what a man does. And you'll take the role of a father with people that aren't your kids. I have a man in my life, David Lamb. When I was uh, in Florida, I was with my mom, it was my brother and I, and he was a sports writer, and he was one of the coaches on our baseball team. I think that's probably one of the main reasons I even played baseball was because there, was, there were men there that were looking out for me. There were men there... They were acting like men, like fathers. They were providing and protecting and caring for this kid they didn't even really know. And they'd invite me over to their house with their sons and they'd look out for me like a dad would. There are many of you out here that don't have kids yet, but this is for you as well. Because if you're a male, then you're a man and we're called to this. We're called to something great. And guess what? You will fall short of perfection, okay? You are not called to be your heavenly father. We'll get into more of that later, but like this is a high office. So I was, I, I want to make sure we understand the, the, the intensity of this. And so what I'm going to do is, is um, every once in a while on these days, I, I look for videos that I think are really good, and there's a lot of really bad ones. Um, but there are a lot of good ones. Even the bad ones, I, was, I went for two and a half hours of just looking through videos on fatherhood. Just a bawling mess. I'm not a big crier guy. I cry. I cried at Lion, in, during The Lion King. I cry at all kinds of movies. And I'm watching these, all these little two, three minute movies on fatherhood and I'm just losing it. By myself, of course. I didn't want anybody else there. But like shaking, crying. Like what? And I just, at one point, I went, what is the deal with me? And I realized that because deep within me, they're hitting truth, the honor of what it means to be a man. So this is the video. There was a bunch of them I could have chosen. This is the one that at least hit me the most, and I want to show it to you guys right now.
got this. thing happening inside of you right now? That's that internal compass that tells you, yeah, there's something about that. Like that's, yeah, yes. And so knowing the honor that is reserved for the office of being a man, we need to give it honor. I want us to look at God's word and see what direction God gives us. First of all, men, lighten up on yourself, okay? Seriously, like you have to lighten up. I'm not saying it to be funny. I'm being sincere and honest. Those of you who are fathers, you've got to lighten up on yourself. God has called you to something great. He will walk with you. You will not do this perfect, just like your dad did not just do it perfect. And then secondly, we need to look into God's word, all of us, and see what direction and guidance and wisdom God has for us about this office. So let's start first with um, a very familiar one, Exodus 20, 12. In fact, it's one of the biggies, right? It's one of the Ten Commandments. Honor your father and your mother. Honor them. The other thing about this, um, about the Old Testament that I love is, is the way that men interacted with their kids. Let's look at uh, 1 Kings, 1 Kings chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to 1 Kings 2. I'll, I'll, we'll be in 1 Kings 2, Philippians 2, 1 Thessalonians, Luke 15. You know, I typically like to stay in just one passage and we just hover there. But I wanted us to get kind of a survey here. 1 Kings 2, David is dying, right? David is, King David, is, he knows it's it. He's in his little bed, it's like the moment. You know, the one you picture where his hair is all gray and his, He's having a hard time breathing. He's looking up and his son is right there by his bedside. And this is what David says. When he was close to death, he's told Solomon this. I'm about to die. Be strong and become a man. 
How's that? Other translations say it this way. Be a man. Step up. I was going to share this later, but it seems more appropriate to share it now. There are a bunch of little boys over there, and there are a bunch of boys at home, and you have a bunch of nephews, and you have um, cousins that are younger. You have boys that live across the street. We need to challenge all of our boys to become men. And there's a line there. Like we, We care for them, we encourage them, we urge them, but at the same time, we need to give them space to become men. Um, I had a situation recently where uh, Steph was sick, and she was fine, but I had to be somewhere, and I, I pulled one of my sons aside, and I said, look, I got to go right now. You got to take care of mom. You got to sit next to her. You can read your book next to her, but I want you sitting next to her because I want her to know that you're there in case she needs anything. Instead of calling the babysitter, someone, hey, can you come over to take care of my kids? No, no, they can take care of Laundry. Why do we not let kids do laundry? No, no, you're not letting them do their own laundry, are you? Like, really? That's like child slave labor. Really? Why? In fact, I'm surprised how many of you guys don't let your kids or the boys or even the girls pick up the poop from the dogs. Like, no, I got that. I got, really? Why? Why can't they step into that? Because as a man, this is what it says in Philippians 2. When, when Paul was trying to describe what we as people are called to, and men, of course, we are called to this, this is what he called us to as people. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. If this is what we're called to, we cannot cater our little boys all the way until they're adults and then expect them just to flip the switch and do this. It's not going to work that way. We have to understand that we've got to allow our boys to become men, even when it's painful to let go. We, um, yesterday, we were, uh, one, of my, one of my sons got his first brand new surfboard in his whole life. So, you know, we got use surfboards and they'd always have holes in them and stuff and so he saved up his money when his board arrived and oh you know and he had to take it out right but we were supposed to go somewhere because it's supposed to be father's day right hello it's all about me right but um i know the feeling like you can't get a new board and not get it in the water right but we were supposed to go see a movie me and the kids and my nephew we're all gonna go see a movie and so we're all gearing up to go but like we had to get in there so i drive down to the beach i'm like here's the deal bud 30 minutes. You get 30 minutes. I'm going to pick you up right here. You've got to be here in 30 minutes. Guess what? He wasn't there in 30 minutes. And so he's out in the water, and I've got the super whistle, right? So I'm up at the top of T Street blowing the whistle out, and I could see him looking. And he's like just sitting there waiting for, like, waiting for a way. And I know what's going through his mind. Well, I can't just paddle in. And I'm on the beach going, oh, yes, you can. And he just sits there, and he's not catching waves. And he's like, 15 minutes roll by, which isn't really a big deal, right? 15 minutes, except we're supposed to be at the movies. And the rest of the family is waiting for us because we took this boy to be there. And when he came out the water and I was sitting there talking with him, I was furious. 
I was furious not because we were late to the movie. It was a movie I didn't want to see. <laughs> Maleficent. What dude's like, yeah, Maleficent. But we went to see Maleficent, right? So I don't really care about being late. That was the bonus. The problem was is everybody else was waiting there, and this boy was putting his interests and his needs above theirs. I have to call him to a higher standard. And so I said, look, I'm disappointed. You blew it. You need to tell each one of them that you're sorry because they have to pay the penalty for your selfishness. They have to get there late. They have to rush out of the house. You were supposed to be here at a certain time. Because that's what we need to call our boys to because we're calling them to become men and we need to prepare them for that. Let's look at First Thessalonians chapter 2. Paul is talking to the church in Thessalonica. He's been there and he's writing back to them. And he went there to start a church. I mean, he wasn't trying to start a church. They don't start churches like most people start churches. They just walked around and shared about Christ. Isn't that how it's supposed to happen, right? Sharing about Christ. And he's referring back to how he interacted with them. And he wants to share that he interacted with them with honor. So he could have chosen any different way to communicate it, but he chose two ways to communicate it. He said, like a mother, we were gentle with you. And then he says this. For you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children. So the way that Paul interacted with the people of Thessalonica, he said, you know how we were. We attempted to be with you like a father does with their children. Encouraging, comforting, and urging you to live lives worthy of God who calls you into his kingdom and glory. He could have chosen anything, but he chose, you know, like a father is supposed to interact with their child. We all know that, right? When we saw that video, there was that thing stirring inside of you going, yes. For many of you, you're like, that's how my dad was. Some of you are like, ah, I think my dad should have done more of that. Some of you who are men are thinking, yes, I loved it when that happened, or I wish that happened. And then a lot of you are going, am I going to be like that? Am I falling short? And most of you then start beating yourself up going, I'm not, I'm horrible. I don't think my kids would ever make a video about me. All that we need to do is to encourage, and to comfort, and to urge. It doesn't say all the time, everywhere, at any point, and you never mess it up. This has been one of my themes for 2014. It's not a rallying cry for anybody else, but I know what it means. Here it is. This is, this is just for me personally. It's not for you guys. And I'm not making this up. This is sincere and honest. I've shared it with some of my close friends. I am doing my best right now to lower the bar. Because in my head... I see something that I can't get to, and I continue to hammer myself for not getting there. Now, I'm going to continue to give my best. That's, what I don't, that's not what I mean by lowering the bar. But that guilt, and guilt is not from the Lord, that guilt that comes around going, I should, be do, I should, I should, I should. No. I just need to give my best. That's all that's required of me. This is, I always, I always worry when I share some of these passages from, from the Word that some of you are going to say, 